Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hey everyone, welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. I'm Dori Shafrir. And we're not experts. We're just two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. <sighs> Hello. Hello, I'm, I had a giant cup of coffee and so I'm starting to come down from that high. You don't normally drink coffee. I don't. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night and I made the decision in kind of a tired panic and then I immediately regretted it. I know you didn't get a lot of sleep last night because you emailed me at 1230. And I was like, what's Kate doing emailing me at 1230? I was only up because... And why were you up? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I flew back from Austin last night and I took a late flight and my flight landed at a little before midnight. So I was driving home and I saw an email come in from Kate Spencer and I was like, what is she doing up? I have... I'm kind of in a stretched too thin 
time of my life. Mm. And I was doing, I was at a friend's event last night. Then I had to go to the grocery store. I had to buy cupcakes for one of my kids' birthdays. And then I was there and then I bought groceries and then I had to put away the groceries. And then I had to do some work. And then, I, you know, and then yeah. I also had to do the dishes, you know, that kind of thing where then all of a sudden it was 12 and I was like, well, I could just stay up for another hour and keep doing more things. Then I had to rub my dog's belly for a little while because oh. she really likes that. Oh, that Lucy. Felt, that feels good. That's kind of a self-care thing for me to smell my dog's stomach and rub her belly. Oh, Don't you like the weird sweet. smells on your dog? I like to rub my dog's belly. Okay, all right. I'm out. I'm alone on the smells. I mean, sometimes he smells really doggy. Yeah, I like that. And sometimes I'm like, oh, he needs a bath. It's kind of like when you smell someone's bo, and it's like kind of earthy. Yeah, and you kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But anyway, here we are. Here we are. Um, just want a friendly reminder: we have a voicemail. Oh, we sure do. And people are using it. It's a really amazing. Thank you so much for all the messages. We're Listening to them, we appreciate the recommendations and all the things people are chatting about. Uh, that number is 781-591-0390. And you can also leave us a question and we'll be answering those on our mini episode as much as we can. Yeah, we. Um, if you haven't listened to our mini episodes, please do because please we play do. voicemails. Yeah, and, and read listener questions or comments and it's been really fun. Um, the other thing you can do is sign up for our monthly newsletter. We are lining up some great giveaways for April. So Dory is on top of the giveaway game. Want to get in on that? Look, I love a giveaway. I do too, actually. Even if I'm not eligible to win, I love a giveaway. I, I do a lot of entering on Instagram, so I'm <laughs> I'm on board. Um, and you can do that on our website, forever35podcast.com. Um, you can also join our Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash group slash forever35podcast. Um, we have a bunch of offshoot groups now. Yeah, secret password, serums. Serums. Um, so, yeah, so do that. And if you like the show, just leave us a review. Yep, and a friendly reminder products every product that's mentioned on the podcast you can find on our website forever35podcast.com and you can follow us on instagram forever35podcast and on twitter at forever35pod that is all true <sighs> i'm doing a lot of deep breathing but it, i actually really i've had to do that over the past few days like take a minute and just be like okay <sighs> yeah i'm in it i've got it it's okay is is the podcast causing you stress no, it's the, it's, um, because that would be ironic. Uh, Our self-care <laughs> podcast <laughs> is really stressing uh -oh. you out. Oh, shit. <laughs> Look at how that worked out. No, you know what? I've, I've been doing this thing where if I'm not writing down all the things I have to do and then they just keep popping up into my brain and then I panic and I need to get them all out and that helps me feel more in control. But, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's my like kind of obsessive compulsive behavior or what, but sometimes I almost sabotage myself. Mm. Um, and I've just been noticing the past couple of weeks I've been doing that. I haven't been kind of putting in like the best practices that I know work for myself to kind of stay functioning and stay on top of everything I need to get done and kind of, and give myself like a better quality of day-to-day -day living. Yeah. Uh, now that I think of it, I feel like I have kind of been sabotaged. I don't know why. I'll talk about it with my therapist tomorrow. But I, you know, there's something going on. So I don't know what it is, but I just feel kind of like I'm constantly playing catch up in some mm. way right now. Um, and yesterday, 
I went to, I had an hour while my children were in a class and I had to get something done for um, one of their uh, parent groups that I'm a part of at their schools. And I just took an hour and I went to Starbucks and I had a chamomile, peach chamomile tea. Mm. And I wanted to get caffeine so badly because I was like, the caffeine will keep me going. But instead I was like, no, what I really need is to calm down. I don't need to ramp it up. That's going to make me feel worse. Yeah. So I just had this chamomile tea and I sat at a table and I got an hour's worth of stuff done. And it and it felt like I actually implemented something that was good for oh, me. Oh, good. Okay. Um, but sometimes that's hard to make a choice. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Especially consciously taking yourself out of that cycle. Yes, because sometimes really the, the destructive cycle feels good in a way. I don't, I don't know what it is. But well, do you know what I mean? It feels familiar. That's it. Like you're like, this is the way I'm supposed to spiral. Yeah. I mean, a few weeks, a couple weeks ago, I was on my way to a spin class and I went to the drive through Starbucks near my house. Yum. And the line wasn't that long. So I was like, oh, I definitely have enough time. And then... Someone must have ordered like 50 frappuccinos because <laughs> the line just stopped moving. And once you're in the drive through line and someone pulls up behind you, like you're in the drive through line. Yeah, and that's you're stuck it. there. You're stuck there. And I started getting really agitated. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to make it to class on time. And and I just was like, why aren't they moving? Why aren't they going? And then I was like, oh, this is always how I used to feel because I never left myself enough time. But now I'm conscious of this feeling because I don't feel it as much anymore because I'm doing better about yeah. leaving enough time. And I was like, this was the feeling that I always like went back to. It was a sort of safe feeling. It's hard to break those, mm -hmm. the, those cycles. And then I was like, this is not a good feeling. I don't like feeling this way. Uh, I'm not going to do this again. I mean, it sounds silly, but that's... What you just described is how I am with coffee. And I know that's so dumb. Coffee is just a drink, but it uh, it triggers um, a, a heart racing. It, it triggers a really physical reaction to me that then triggers my anxiety mm. and and panic. And I know that, and I've had to really work hard not to take that trigger out of my life so that my anxiety is managed a little bit better. But sometimes I'm like, I want to feel. I don't know. You know what I mean? You almost want to return to that the 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 thing that you didn't. That you didn't like the way it felt. Yeah, I don't know. Like you it, didn't. You didn't want to return to that in the Starbucks line. Well, I, I, I came to the realization that I didn't want to. Yeah, but it was a like, oh, this feels familiar. Mm. This is my. This is how I am. And then I was like, no, it's not. This is not how I am anymore. Well, defining ourselves by those. Yeah. Stories we, you know, giving ourselves these defining characteristics is, and then being like, you know, no, I don't have to. Totally. I'm, that's not who I am. Yep. I can be different. Also, did you make it to spin class? I did. Okay, good. Finally, 50, 50 Frappuccino. <laughs> they loaded car. up their trunk. Yeah, no, it was like, and it was like a huge, like, escalate or something well, with there like were a lot of people. And inside. I could see like eight people in the car. And I was like, <laughs> what is happening? Also, I feel like that is poor drive through form. To be perfectly honest. Wow, I didn't know there was drive-thru etiquette. You know what? I didn't either until just this second. <laughs> and I have decided that it's a little rude to over-order at the drive-thru. Everybody pay attention. I'm Dory's just, laying down the I'm law. I'm just saying. Um, but no, I did make it to class on time. Although I was rushed. Yeah, it's a great like, feeling. I had to kind of like run in. And, and I don't like that feeling either. Um, so, you know. Speaking of 
changes that we're making to our habits. How's your office? I have good news and bad news. Oh, interesting. What do we do first? Let's do the bad news first. The bad news is I'm not done. Okay. That's and okay. My office is still not really functional. Um, the good news is it's a lot better. That's great news. Thank you. And I cleared everything out. On the last episode, I was talking about how there was a big bin that just said Dory's memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> I cleared out that bin. I cleared everything out did and you, went through everything. Stuff? And I, I tossed a bunch of stuff. Ooh. I put a bunch of stuff in a file cabinet. Like I really went through everything. And then I bought, I went to the our, our favorite place, the container store. I made sure to measure before I went. Oh, can I say that's such a great rule because have you I'm sure you've done the thing where you don't measure uh, you sure go have. to the t- container store you You're spend, like this will fit this looks right I'll spend too much money on this yeah moss colored bin totally and then it gets home you get home doesn't fit and then do you forget to return it like I do no, or you go back. I you go, make the I commitment. I do go back. Um, but I'll tell you, like I walked in and I was like, oh, this would be perfect for my stationery. And then I was like, you know what? Good thing I measured the shelf because it's actually not that deep. Yeah. So I ended up with a different thing. And so I got um, a little drawer unit to put all my stationery in and I labeled everything. And then I got um, this like narrow bookshelf we have the, we have the same one in our kitchen and it holds cookbooks because there's like a lot of weird narrow spaces in our house um and it fits right next to our file my file cabinet Good. and i put books on it and then i put i got bins for gift supplies like gift tags and ribbon and stuff oh wow and, you're going deep into the organizing that's great oh yeah Good and then you. a bin for mailing supplies um and i got a shoe rack for for un for like the bottom because it's it basically serves as shelves and I put some more stuff on there. Before you did this, were all these things just kind of out mixed together? Like what was it just all a big mess of things on the floor? So the stationery was all shoved in a drawer um in a side table that was like hard to access because it was so full and everything was just jumbled. Um the mailing supplies were in a pile on the floor. The gift supplies were somewhere in the drawer with the, with the stationery. Some, like there was gift wrap just like shoved in the corner. I got this like special gift wrapped bag at the container store and I put all the rolls of gift wrap in. Um, I bought that earlier this year. It's the best. It's the. I felt like a, uh, I don't know, like a cartoon character, yeah. but it is the it's so good. best. Yeah. And it was like $6.99 or something. Um, the books were all in piles on the floor. So all of that is a huge improvement. Yeah, that's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. So there's just, there's a little bit more I have to do. Um, I also have three bags of stuff I'm donating right after this podcast that's in my car. Um, And then I want to actually sell some of the furniture in the room um, because I don't like how it's laid out and I don't think the furniture actually fits the room. And I'm going to get some new furniture. 
So, you know, you know, I do think like when, when we decide to purge a space, it feels like it needs to all happen in a day, but it mm. is a long, it's a step-by-step process. Like first you have to get rid of the things, then you have to measure, then yes. you have to put the other things away. Then you can look around and say like, what works in here? What doesn't work for me? What can I move out? You know, it's a, it's a longer totally. process than just like, here I go. Everything's gone. Yeah. And also because I did have a lot of stuff shoved in drawers that made no sense. I had more stuff than I sort of realized. Yeah. And the closet was just like a disaster. So now I'm actually using the closet in a way that helps. Um, so that's been really nice. So and Balance and order to your life. Yeah, I do feel like I, I turned a corner. That's a good place to be. Thank you. I, it, you know, it it helped that my husband was like, I don't think you're going to be done with your office until May. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, I mean, like, I think he was kind of saying it to like light a fire under my ass. And but it worked because <laughs> I was like, oh, um, May. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you've it's just been it was in like a state of complete disarray for like a solid week. He's like, you haven't done anything on it for like a week. And I was like, because it just, I'm just overwhelmed. <laughs> it's too much. Well, you know what? You showed him. I sure did. And that should motivate all of us. Yeah. To show the per- other person or persons in our lives. Yeah. Get out that label maker <laughs> and just go to town. I oh, love mm. a good label maker. Right? Yeah. I almost labeled, I bought a new water bottle and I almost put my name on it. I would have approved. I don't know why. I was like, uh, we all know whose it is in this house. Yeah, but... I'm not going to lose it at school. I mean, you never know. You I know. I lose water bottles a lot. Maybe I'll do that when I get home today. Okay, I think you should. Um, I think we're going to pause now for a word from our sponsor. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly 
the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me, let me just tell you why. Yeah. Get into it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just (laughs) going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, Oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in 
women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. All right, we're back. We're back. We're holding products. We got products. We hadn't talked about products in a while. No, we like them. Yeah, we do. And you know what? I did an Instagram story on the Forever 35 Instagram about my L'Oreal mascara. Kate, that Instagram story set Instagram on fire. It did. Instagram didn't know what hit it. (laughs) It was my lashes. Um, And I wanted to talk about, uh, we're doing a little high-low product review. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to talk about L'Oreal mascara. Yeah, let's do it. Because what I did was I had a Dior show mascara mm-hmm. which i like which is your scara of choice sure is maskies Ma- maskies <laughs> you know all the kids are calling it uh-huh. maskies um and so i bought it uh and i wanted to try it against what i normally use which is the l'oreal and i have three different l'oreals in my hand telescopic the most recent one i bought which is l'oreal voluminous hydrofuge mm. and then i also have uh, voluminous million lashes okay and people were also recommending lash boost in the in response to the stories i got a lot of other l'oreal mascara recs got it um so look i'm a big freaking fan of this l'oreal mascara people were going nuts for it they it looked better than the dior show yeah which is double to triple the price yeah and I find this mascara makes my lashes long, mm-hmm. not clumpy, mm-hmm. nice, dark black. I, oh, I only wear black mascara, mm-hmm. but I like it kind of gives it a nice pop mm. and it doesn't smudge and it doesn't um, fade throughout the day. It's a dream. It's been really. Is it waterproof? So some of so the telescopic one that I have is not. Okay. And I will kind of towards the end of the day maybe get a couple like flakes mm, from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other two that I have, the voluminous and the million lashes, are waterproof, which okay. tends to be what I my choice because I rub my eyes a lot. I oh, wear contact okay. lenses, so it help. Other often I end up with the dark mascara smudges. But I tell you what, man, L'Oreal mascara, it's like this. I didn't know. I didn't. I never. I always bought Maybelline Mm. um, or occasionally I'd get suckered into a fancy one at Sephora. um, But I've kind of switched over to L'Oreal. Now, there's one caveat. Tell me. Um, 
I have been learning more about cruelty-free products. Yes. I I have to admit, and I'm not proud of this, I kind of didn't really know much. And yeah. I would just like look at the back. And if the product's like cruelty-free, I'm like, great. Yeah, it was it, like a bonus. Yeah, yeah, put it in the bag. And I and a lot of um, listeners have reached out about um, cruelty-free. Mm-hmm. The Giorgio Armani is not cruelty-free. Mm. Uh, and it's kind of made me rethink I need to do a lot more research. Mm-hmm. If anyone has recommendations about kind of where to begin, please hit me up because I feel like I've been purposely ignorant. Okay. So, Kate, there's an app okay. called Think Dirty. Great. That will tell you um, whether a beauty product is safe to use. And they'll they'll tell you like all the bad stuff that's in it, and they'll also tell you if it's cruelty free. Okay, great. I'm gonna I'm gonna download that because I was on a website recently called cruelty-free-kitty.com, which was very helpful. Yeah, and I might not be getting this exactly right, but what I understand about L'Oreal is that they sell products in China, and China legally requires companies to test on products on animals. That is correct. If they want to sell the products in China, that is correct. So because of that. L'Oreal is not considered cruelty free. Right. Um, and so I'm now rethinking my, I'm, I kind of need to go through all my products because again, I, I feel like I've been like, you know, willfully ignorant of like, mm-hmm. oh, this is, I see this little rabbit on the back of this product. It must mean, you know, they, there's a cruelty free totally. symbol, but I haven't with you. dug into what that actually means. Yeah. Um, so it's been good for me to think more about and I'm, making that pledge here on the podcast to really examine that more. I love that. Um, but for now, this L'Oreal mascara is my low product. Okay. I do love it, but am I going to stop using it? Maybe. I need to do a little more learning. Maybe just finish the tube okay. and then... And then move on. Move on. If, uh, if someone has a great cruelty-free mascara recommendation, I would love to hear it. Yeah. Um, I, I will say my my high product yes. is this RMS I polish Mm. in the shade solar um this was i've never heard of rms until a few years ago when a natural makeup artist recommended their beauty line and i bought a bunch of their products Mm. and this and i love all of them but this is the thing i've bought twice whoa yeah um it's a beautiful their eye polish it's kind of creamy Mm. it goes on nice and smooth and i love this the solar this color is just i get compliments on it all the time i'm handing it over to dory thank you oh that's very pretty it's pretty right yeah it's got like just a touch of shimmer it's very shimmery but not in an obnoxious way right so the rms eye polish uh, it's 28 dollars at sephora okay um for a jar this jar i should say i'm also the person who uses a jar of makeup for three years you need to decide if you're that person because mm. that's not what is recommended but i kind of go that route mm-hmm. um which i realize and is, your eyes haven't fallen off not yet yeah they could okay um but you know that's that's higher for a little tiny thing of an eye color yeah. in in my uh, budgetary world. But I will tell you, it's worth it. And RMS um, is cruelty free. Great. So I felt I, I'm at least I'm balancing it out. But I just I love their products. If you're looking for um, kind of non toxic beauty products for your skin, they're great. I love it. I lo- I, I love everything I've tried from their line. Maybe I should try their mascara. Oh yeah. Oh, maybe I'll go that. Maybe that's what we've solved. I think we Why just haven't solved I made that. that leap. But yes. Yeah, so anyway, I highly, 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 highly 
recommend this thing. And you can just like whip it on for a little pop of color, even if you're not doing anything else to your face. Oh, I'm going to get some. Okay. I'm not okay. wearing it right now. Mm, okay. So I don't look as beautiful. Yeah, no, I I get that. You I mean, you still look beautiful. I'm vibrant no matter what. Yeah, but exactly. This would give me an extra pizzazz. An extra zhuzh. What do you have over there? So my high-low is a little bit more along the lines of your mascara comparison. It's a comparison of two products that are the same thing. One is expensive and one is not. And you have brought in something from the ordinary, which so many people have, have asked brought us in to something talk about. from the ordinary. This is true. So the ordinary is a Canadian skincare line, and their whole thing is that everything is very inexpensive, um, but it's still very high quality. They're owned by a, a company called Decium that also has a bunch of other lines. Now, they have recently had some controversy. I actually wrote about it in, I think it was actually my last story for BuzzFeed before I left. Um, their founder and CEO um, put up some bizarre inst Instagram posts that led a lot of people to wonder kind of what was going on there. And then a few weeks later, he fired his co-CEO and the, um, I think it was the CFO um, he fired as well and kind of for being like disloyal. So, you know, I, I think he, I don't, I don't know him personally. He seems like a genius who maybe shouldn't be running a company. And the, the behavior in the comments led some people to publicly, like some beauty influencers publicly um, say they're not using the ordinary yeah, anymore. Yeah. I had actually bought, I I put in an order with the ordinary like a week before this all happened. <laughs> and I was like, oh, of course. Um, so I don't know. The jury is still out for me on them. Like they are cruelty free. Um, they kind of espouse a lot of the right things in terms of how they create their products. But the founder doesn't seem like a great person and the way he's also like attacked people who comment on their Instagram strikes me as very immature and weird. Yeah. Um, also, they have a minority investment from Estee Lauder, which is not a cruelty free company. So, you know, that that is just something to keep in mind. So anyway. The two products that I have in front of me today are the Ordinary's 100% Cold Press Virgin Marula Oil and the Drunk Elephant Virgin Marula Luxury Facial Oil. So two Marula oils two stand Marula in front oils. of you. Exactly. Who are you going to give the rose to, Dory? <sighs> well, let me just give you a little bit more background. Okay. Um, Drunk Elephant, which is also a cruelty-free company, Um. They've also had a little bit of controversy lately. Yeah. So their founder made a comment along the lines of like, if you start breaking out after using our products, it's because of the other products that you're using. I mean, come on. And people were like, huh. Um, Convenient excuse. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think this also gets into other kind of bigger existential questions about like, what do we expect from the companies that we give our money to? Um, yeah. And I, I actually, I was listening to an interesting episode of Call Your Girlfriend this week called Millennial Pinkwashing um, that I highly recommend. And they, they touch on some of these questions. Um, anyway, point being, 
neither of these companies is perfect, apparently. Um, but the Drunk Elephant Virgin Marula Oil is $72 for one ounce. Yay. Or $40 for half an ounce. I got it as part of this Night Bright duo on, on Sephora, um, which was $28 for 0.27 ounces of oil <laughs> and 0.27 ounces of their TLC Framboose Glycolic Night Serum. So you have little travel ones, basically. So I have little travel ones. And um, the ingredients say that it's 100% unrefined Sclerocrya Berea Marula Kernel Oil. What's a marula? I don't know. It's supposed to have a lot of benefits, Kate. Um, so, oh, and the and the drunk elephant one is um, one ounce. Okay, you mean the ordinary one? Sorry, the ordinary one is one ounce, and it costs nine dollars and ninety cents. During marula oil is extracted from the kernels of the fruits of the marula tree. Oh well, that clears it up. <laughs> Um, so wait, wait, how much was the drunk elephant? Nine, the ordinary? the ordinary is $9.90. Versus $70. Versus $72 I mean, for the same amount. The choice is clear just on that. So basically, in my mind, the drunk elephant would have to basically give me a new face. <laughs> To be worth it. <laughs> Peel off your old skin yes. and put new skin on. Essentially. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about $10 versus $72. That's crazy. Um, Kate, I'd like you to put out your hand okay. and close your eyes. Oh, my God. This is so fun. Okay. Oh, my God. Ooh. Right now, Keep oil. them closed. Oil's Keep them on closed. My hand. I just want to make sure the listeners know what's happening. Okay. Keep them closed. Do I just put oil on? Do I? Ooh. Okay. Oh, they're kind of blending into each other. <clears throat> All right. Open your eyes. Okay. And... They look, ex it looks exactly. Feel, feel both of them. There's no, I don't, I can't tell the difference. It yeah. just feels like a nice, you know what? Really nice, soft I've oil. I've put both of them on my face. Okay. I can't tell the difference either. They feel, it feels great going on my hand. I love, like, oh, the, yeah. it's really lightweight. Yeah. Well, what I think mm. is also hilarious is that the, uh, instructions for the drunk elephant one say apply two to three drops evenly to face, neck, chest, hands, cuticles, backs of arms, what? feet, or any place needing increased hydration. Now, they're basically telling you to slather it all over your body. Take this tiny $70 Take bottle and pour it out in one sitting. Yeah. So I'm like, how many bottles are they expecting people to go through? Um, do you want to Do you want to just look at each bottle and, and smell them? Be careful. That one's open. So so you would choose the ordinary in this competition? In this competition. Yeah. I would choose the ordinary. I think they're the exact same thing. You've never noticed a difference. I've never noticed a difference. The, the drunk amazing. elephant one might seem a titch lighter. Okay. But I also, I, I really couldn't tell a difference. They both feel nice. And the marula oil is a hydrating oil kind of in place of uh, a moisturizer, essentially. Yeah. Right? And when I'm feeling really dry, mm -hmm. I'll put the oil on, I'll let it soak in, and then I'll put a moisturizer on top. Mm. If I want to go, go real deep. deep. Well, yeah. Uh, that's a good deal. The $10 marula oil. Yeah. yeah. Good deal. So that's my that's my high-low. I enjoyed doing that that taste test. Yeah, that was fun, right? It was fun. Yeah. And I couldn't tell the difference either. Well, there we go. Well, they did it. It's time to talk to our guest, Anya Yurchishin. Today's guest, who I am so excited to have here is my dear friend, Anya Yurchishin. Hello, Anya. Hi, guys. Hi. Anya is the author of the 
amazing, beautiful, heart-wrenching memoir, My Dead Parents, uh, which is about her dead parents. My dead parents. Um, it comes out this Tuesday, March 27th. And Anya has also written for Esquire, Oprah, N Plus One, BuzzFeed, Two Serious Ladies, Mod Art, Guernica, and LMA. And she's a frequent contributor to Noon. And her story from Noon 2014, The Director, was included in Best Small Fictions of 2015. She received her MFA in fiction from Columbia and also taught writing there. And we went to high school together. It's true. That's so cool. I know. We wore a lot of Revlon lipstick. Oh, my God. I know. You guys were different from me in high school. Just a couple towns (laughs) away, I was wearing patchwork pants. I was not. We were not. Uh, Anya was wearing hot pants. Yes. Hot pants. Like booty shorts? Yes. Yes. But goth. Oh, that's cool. With fishnets Fishnets. and docks. Yeah, Yeah. patchwork fishnets. She had a real look that was amazing. And I was very committed to it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Isn't it weird to, in those moments, you were like, I'm always going to be like this. And then now, (laughs) 20, 30 years later, you're like, oh. Blonde lowlights. I would... I would take a gun and shoot myself in the future. (laughs) You have to wear dark lipstick and white face powder for the rest of your life. I know. And pluck your eyebrows into oblivion. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, you're right. We wore such dark lipstick. Black cherry. Black cherry. Mm. You wore the coffee one. Coffee bean, maybe? Coffee bean, I think. Yeah. Is that a Clinique? Revlon. 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 But, But black cherry is Clinique. It was... Uh, no, was no. It called black cherry. No, black, black honey. Ba- black, black honey, honey is clean. Yes. You're right. No, the Revlon. Yeah. that was like the goth girl standard. Yeah, I had. I think I had a black cherry. You know, for special occasions. But coffee bean was like my <laughs> junior prom, <laughs> my everyday. <laughs> oh, um. Boy. Yeah, Brookline High was really. It's really I wore a lot of foundation, which is so dumb because your skin is never better than it is then. You know what? That's such a good point. That is such a good point. Because I wanted to be so pale and I didn't wear a blush, let alone bronzer hadn't been invented really. No. I don't, I don't like right? remember you as a, like, I don't remember, oh, Anya wore a lot of foundation or she looked really pale. Like that doesn't, I, I don't, re- I remember you, you did. Have, I was doing something wrong. You did have, you cool. ha- and we all had that like dark auburn hair. Yeah. Like that, box, that box yes. red. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Oh, I bet you guys would have scared me if I saw you in the tea station in Boston. Did you come to the pit in Harvard Square? Oh yeah. All the time. Cause we that's, that's where cigarettes. we were. <laughs> there was a, like a restaurant that had a cigarette machine. Is that what they were called? I didn't even remember. Yeah. We'd go buy cigarettes. Wasn't it the Tasty or something right on the corner, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and there was also a place where you could buy rolling papers, but I didn't have access to marijuana. So we smoked the inside of peanut shells, which we thought <laughs> oh. was supposed to get you high. <laughs> it didn't work. That sounds ho- difficult to do. It was totally. awful. I also sm- smoked coffee grinds and on the inside of a tea bag. Rolled oh my in God. paper to she try to got crazy in Wellesley. It didn't get crazy. No, I went to an all-girls school. We did not have access to any illegal substances, and so we were just trying to like get the sensation of smoking a cigarette or a joint. It was pretty, pretty not cool. Wow, it yeah. was a time. It was a time. So Anya, yes, we are so excited to have you. Sitting in front of you is. A, an array of makeup products. I mean, two Fenty Beauty things that I've cradled in my hands. Many brushes. Yes. Uh, and, and you know, we, we usually ask our guests about a routine they have um, that they do for kind of self-care. Um, and 
you indicated that you would like to discuss your makeup routine and I'm very excited about this. So can we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Okay. Can I ask a question before we start? Mm -hmm. Are all the products laid out on the table? Are these you all wear at the same time? Or is this kind of just your makeup collection? Not all the lipsticks. That would make sense. Okay. (laughs) I'm a makeup novice. But I usually have about six on my person, lipstick Really? Yeah. But I would say that... But like the rest of this is a face? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Not every day, but often. Oh, I got to go. I got to go on this path. So walk us through from start to finish. Sure. Uh, I care just as much about skincare, but... uh, We'll push that to the side. So I love makeup and I'm not psychotically good at it, but I care a lot about it. And at this point, I figured out what works for me. I do like doing other people's makeup. Should you be interested? Yes. Um, But I'm mostly, I just do myself. And I, this is probably a third of my standard makeup collection. I'm traveling, so I wanted to travel light. Uh, but I, I am that person who wears makeup to the gym. I wear makeup to CVS. I love it. Uh, it simply brings me joy. Going to Sephora is a deeply meditational, beautiful moment for me. Is it uncomfortable for you to leave the house without makeup? Absolutely. Um, and one thing I will say that is now the anchor of my beauty practice, which you don't have any proof of in front of you, uh, are eyelash extensions, which I am not currently wearing because I'm trying to grow my eyelashes out. But normally I have not quite Snuffleupagus or Kim Kardashian, (laughs) but, but you can get natural looking eyelash extensions and I don't, and I don't want them. You like the real thick. I like to move air. Um, and I, Although, so people say that they don't cause your natural lashes to fall out. They do because they're glued to them, but they grow back. So I'm just in a growing out phase. I've found that the last few times I've gotten them, they just haven't stayed as long. But I would say that like, I am here to tell the world to get eyelash extensions and to never look back. Wow. There is, there is, you know, the the kind of equivalent beauty product would be like that red lipstick. The one thing, you know, you're, you're running out, you can only do one thing. If you have eyelash extensions, that is your one thing. You wake up, you are a princess. Your face looks incredible. You don't need to put, you honestly don't need to do anything else. It, they are deeply transformative. You don't mascara the eyelash no. extension, right? That's People just, can, but okay. you're not supposed to. I feel can like I, women on The Bachelor do mascara their eyelash extensions. That's insane. I mean, part of the point is that you look like you're wearing mascara and even eyeliner. Wow. Um, But you're certainly, you're really not supposed to wear a lot of other eye makeup with it, let alone, certainly nothing oil-based because that can mess with the adhesive. Uh, But it's just kind of, you don't need to wear mascara. I have a couple of questions. Mm. One, how long do they last? So I can get mine to last up to five to six weeks. Okay. Oh, wow. And that involves um, taking crazy good care of them. Like I was saying, I only cleanse with micellar water. Um, Some people, some real uh, devotees, like I've gone down some real Reddit threads, like people shower or wash their face with goggles on. Come on. That I can't do. Um, Or could do, I just don't. So I've just gone with cleansing water. 
Um, they but wear so, goggles? They, How do they wash their hair if the goggle strap is on their head? I don't know. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, I um, admire them. I do too. No, I think it's cool. I can, wish, I hope to be that crazy soon. Can you imagine if you were like <laughs> hooking up with someone and they, and then like, it was like the first night you slept over and then they went to get in their shower and they were like putting on goggles to, like, in the shower. <laughs> clearly not sexy shower time together. It's not. You have yeah. to have been in a relationship for a little bit to goggle in the I mean, shower. there's a lot of beauty stuff that just takes away the sexy anything. Time. That is very true. But, yeah. um, but that's okay. Cause that's you time. And my second question mm-hmm. is, um, I have read things about mink eyelash extensions mm-hmm. that do not make me want to get mink eyelash extensions mm-hmm. because they are very cruel. So what is the deal? I have never gotten those. And okay, I, my actual understanding was that mink is the mink lashes are synthetic. Oh, okay. I am almost positive. I could be wrong, but I think they're synthetic. I okay. Think there's so a health thing there. Oh, great. <laughs> you know, um, so you know, what are your eyelash extensions made of? I don't know. Plastic. I oh, mean, I'm sure they okay. call them. You know, you can get silk, you can get this and that. I think a lot of it really has to do with just the thickness of the lash itself. Got it. Okay. Um, and you know, the thickness of each individual lash will affect if you want a fluffy look or, you know, if you end up with a fluffy look or a more dramatic look, uh, you can also use different thicknesses and lengths, you know, depending on what you're going for and different parts of the eye. I'm, I've only had fake eyelashes on once and it was for the, I went to the Oscars to work and the makeup artist put them on me and then I was pulling them off the second I was done. Is that, would they have stayed on longer if I had taken care of them? No, those, those kinds are of lashes, those are, different. those are kind of a, those are a one night thing. Those are, a, okay, so that there's like a day lash you stick on, but the long term And lash, those are uncomfortable generally. Those yes, are heavier felt weird. and just the, the glue, they've never really figured that so out. So you, do you feel the lashes once they're on? Like, are you always aware that you're wearing wings on your eyes? Not really, or oh. I at least get used to them. Okay. But I would say visually, you do double takes for a good 48 hours because oh, wow. it is, it makes a huge difference. And how much do they cost? So I'm a hustler, naturally. Um, you can spend, I don't know, I was reading someone goes to someplace in New York and she gets them done every few weeks and it was upwards of $400. Oh my God. I know. Um, and maybe she's getting the lashes pulled from the backs of minks. I have no idea, but I go to a place called red and white spa. I would totally plug them that I started going to off of Groupon. And they're one of those places that even without Groupon, you know, whatever they're set, I think it's, so I get the glamour set. Okay. Um, and and I think there's actually one above that, which I cannot imagine how <laughs> insane those are. Like you're, you might not be able to open your eyes. Um, but I think there are seventy five dollars. But it's one of those places that at any point everything's always fifty percent off. I have no idea what like the actual. Where is it? It is. Uh, I go to one on Broom Street in Soho. Okay. Uh, and their technicians are great. I do find that there is a. Um, it's a skill and not everyone is good as everyone else. And there are senior technicians and I think it's worth the extra money to go to a senior technician. But I would say with tip, like and tipping on the full price, it's about 120 to 140. It's a big investment. It is so worth it. I'm never, I'm never going back. Wow. I respect that. So, okay. So, so that's, that's so like that's your base. Yes. yes. Okay. Wow. 
Um, so I start with that and then depending, I don't always wear concealer. Uh, and I, in fact, I try not to, but life doesn't always work out that way. Uh, so I really like the Becca under eye brightening concealer, which you can look at. Um, I just Becca. I don't know. You don't know Becca. No, I, th- I mean, I don't know the brand Becca, but also I don't know Becca. That's, I don't is know it Becca. B-E-C-C-A? Yep. And, uh, they do a lot of things. I think of them as a high, mostly doing highlighters. Cool. Um, I don't know if that's true. Um, Ooh, it's pretty. Is this a Sephora? That's the one I got you. Oh, I, I've so far, I've only tried the stuff in the tubes. Okay. This is pretty. It is pretty. And I don't know if it comes in darker shades. So, I mean, this is obviously probably more compatible with fairer skin tones, but it has uh, light reflect, excuse me, reflecting qualities that I find are great for dark circles. And I also would sometimes use it like on my nose or around my lips if I want my lipstick to pop more. Mm. Um, but it's, I find I've had so many problems with under eye concealer creasing as a lot of people have. Yes. And I found that this one doesn't and just blends super nicely. That's a big issue I've noticed on my own face. When Mm -hmm. I put that stuff under my eye, like when I walk out the door, it looks great. And then I look in the mirror and it's like, just crinkly streaks. Yes, yeah. gross. It's it's not worth it. It's better to have bags yeah. than, than those things. Better to have bags. Yeah. So I'll start with that. And then um, depending on what my skin is doing, I actually, before then, I will have either put on a moisturizer. I really love Alginist's Genius Anti-Aging Cream. Okay. Like I couldn't love it enough. Um, but if I want even more hydration, I might use uh, Kiehl's Seaberry Oil and let that mm. soak in for a few minutes after patting it down. It's really nice and really hydrating. And then I, I like v- as bare skin as possible. So there isn't any heavy foundation I wear. So the lightest I would use would be uh, Glossier's, Glossier's uh, Skin Tint. And then kind of the heaviest would be this uh, Dior Nude Air Serum. Ooh. And, uh, that is super light. And I would just, I just put a couple of dots or sometimes just one dot on each portion of my face. And then I buff it out with a foundation brush, which I don't even know what that is, but now I'm seeing one. You're seeing one. Um, you can, this is not the one I normally use is from Sephora and it's great, but any firm brush will do. And you would buff your, your liquid foundation out. So I will show, I mean, I'm going to do this without a mirror, but... Uh, oh, on your face? On, on my face. So there's the foundation on my face. And then I would just go in circles ah. out towards my hairline. I think beauty blenders are trash. Oh, that's I what know, I have. I know people love them. I find them better for heavier foundation. So I don't need them as much, but I just don't think it creates as nice of a finish. I already... I mean, is she blowing your mind? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know a foundation brush was a thing until just now. I don't own one. I don't, I'd never even heard of it. It's great. And I, I like the ones that allow you, I mean, yeah. So anything with kind of a flat bottom will let you work in a circular motion. You can get ones that look a bit more like paint brushes. Mm-hmm. So you would, and you would use more like that. Um, and that is fine if that's what you want to do. The one thing you want to make sure not to do is to never, uh, be going in an upwards motion, particularly if you have dry skin, because that is more likely to kind of loosen any skin that hasn't been moisturized or shellacked to your face with some kind of product beforehand. 
Oh, I mean, is... always a well exfoliated <laughs> and moisturized face. Fair, Question, Anya. Yes. Where do you pick up your beauty knowledge? Everywhere. I mean, I, you know, I read a lot of the blogs and sites that most people do. Um, I, I don't really love YouTube tutorials. Mm -hmm. Uh, every once in a while I watch them and they, those people are start at a skill level that I don't have. And I often find that they are going for a heavier look than I want. Yeah. And they're like, their eye makeup looks amazing, right? but it's, it's artistry. It's not like everyday fair. And that's something I super respect, but I, you know, there also has been, you know, there've been conversations in the makeup community, which is something I just made up. I don't know if that really exists, but, um, there is a real Instagram makeup makeup look, which is really mm. beautiful. But I find when you encounter that on the street, that it's not the look I'm going for. I love wearing a lot of makeup, but I don't ever want to look super polished. And a lot of that look is extremely polished. So I'm looking, sorry to interrupt you. I'm mm-hmm. looking at you right now and you, I feel like you've perfected the not wearing any makeup makeup look. Thank you. Also, she just got off a plane. Ugh. It's true. I know. Oh, God. And she looks so fresh-faced. Yeah, you do. And your outfit's real cute. Yeah. My plain outfit is like, is just sweatpants with holes in the crotch. I care a lot about looking good when I fly. I respect that. Yeah. I actually think that's, it's like a life decision. (laughs) It is a life decision. (laughs) It's not always, and I still, you know, woke up drooling on myself at some point during the flight. Uh, But I, you know, they've, they've really robbed us of all the dignity in that, in that experience. And that's my kind of like, fuck you. So, uh, but I will say, you know, there are a few makeup artists I follow on Instagram oh. who have, you know, looks, uh, Katie Jane Hughes is one of them and she experiment, experiments a lot. So I feel that even if I don't necessarily copy what she's doing or am at all capable of copying, of copying it should I want to. It's it's inspiring. Um, but I think it's a lot about finding someone with the aesthetic that you like. What do you do like to maintain the look of not uh, like a fresh face, no makeup, makeup look? What else goes into it? Because you have a lot of highlighters here. Mm-hmm. Is that part of it? I guess. Like the dewy skin highlighter situation? The dewy skin highlighter, I don't really use makeup setting spray, but People swear by that. That's a big Instagram beauty thing. Oh. Um, And that you can use for a dewy finish or uh, if people really want a matte look, which is not a look I like, but other people really like it. Um, So that, you know, that you can get one that has the desired effect for you. Um, I will say that, like a lot of people, my makeup falls off by the end of the day, which I always find Mm -hmm. slightly disappointing. So if I'm going to I mean, I spend all day at home, so I don't necessarily put on makeup in the morning, but reapplying is a fact of life. It is. Yeah. So what else goes on your face? All right. Well, what I was going to say is that before I even get to foundation, I don't normally use primer unless I'm going to an event and I you know, want to look super good. I think it's just not necessary for everyday wear, but okay. I do like the Smashbox photo primer. Yes. I and use that. yeah, I think it's good. And that um, primer can be great even if you're not wearing a lot of foundation, depending on if you want to minimize pores mm. or oil production. Um, primer can be really great if you're, especially in a place like LA, if you're worried about too much shine and don't want to be reapplying foundation or powder throughout the day. So it has its place. It also can be great for color correcting. It's just a step, a step I often skip. I skip it too, unless I'm like going to an event. Yeah, only if I'm going out. Yeah. Yeah. 
but it's there. It's um, there. But I don't use it every day. So I might use the the nude air serum I mentioned. Um, I also really like the Chanel um, Aqua Foundation. Uh, something, a product that I have not been able to crack. So if you can talk to someone who can, I would love to listen in. Um, it's this Kevin Aquan uh sensual skin enhancer. Whoa. Um, that if you look at it, it looks, that's gross. That's a hair. We all have hairs. Yeah. The cracks of our makeup jars. Yeah. Uh, so it looks, it's a really concentrated foundation essentially to the point that at this point I really only use it for concealer. Huh. And so you can either use it the way that I do, um, with my other foundations, which is just a dot here and there. You can mix it with a, um, with a moisturizer, which is also another way to kind of look a little bit less makeup-y. But I find that it's so good that it's obvious that you're wearing makeup. Oh, interesting. Um, so Maybe it's more of like a red carpet makeup thing. It is. I wore it at your wedding. Oh, my oh. God. Which didn't have red carpet, but it did, you know. You were both at my wedding. It's true. So yeah. was Elvis. I mean, that's right. Thank God yes. I was wearing this. <laughs> but I felt that I was wearing like foundation. Right. And another thing with when you're wearing heavier foundation is that you then have to wear more blush and more bronzer and more other things. Right. And then it layers on. Yeah. And then you're just wearing a lot of face. But if you you wear a lighter foundation, then whatever else is going on in your face will uh, show through in a good way, which I like. Okay. Wow. So then, so then what? So then I would uh, go with uh, bronzer, which I use to contour. Oh, um, I don't do that. <laughs> um, so this brush I love, uh, this is a Pat Mc... I would say I brushes matter. Okay. They matter so much. What I find matters is having the shape that matches the product that you're using. This happens to be a nice brush. It's Pat McGrath. It came with her um, with her highlighter set that's actually sold out, which is a shame because it is amazing. She's and a I, big deal makeup artist. She's right? a big, like the biggest big deal makeup deal. artist. Celeb, I would say celebrity makeup yeah. artist. Yeah, As, and also now that she has her own line, is she she's Beyonce's makeup artist. I don't, I can't say that for sure. You might have sure. to cut this because I don't know exactly, but I thought she was. Okay, I'm going to Google later. Um, so her highlighter set, which I think was the first thing she put out, was called Skin Fetish. And it came with this brush, which you can find at Sephora or many okay. other places. And it's basically, um, it's not too firm. And if you look at it, it's not super dense. And something that's good about that is that it uh, helps diffuse product. So if I were to put on, let's say... Um, my bronzer, which is what I use, is the Hourglass Ambient uh, Ambient Bronzer in light. Um, if I were to put it on with this brush, which is firmer and more dense, I could do like a super strong contour line and like Kardashian it out. Um, this is hard to do with headphones, but if I use it with this brush, I can just kind of go in and it's much lighter. I'm so I don't know if you intrigued. can really tell <laughs> with me doing this with headphones. You can. Um, so oh, this is it's so cool. both brushes work. It just matters um, what you're going for. And especially with the like no makeup makeup or another thing I'm kind of going for is like, did she just have sex five seconds ago? <laughs> um, I don't want my makeup to look super done. Um, so this is a great uh, brush for that. Okay. So... You've highlighted your, you've contoured your so cheeks. So I've contoured under highlight. my cheekbones. Some people contour a little higher. The standard thing with contouring, 
I mean, whatever, you can go crazy and contour your nose and everything else. Um, some people, the most common thing is to go in a three. So you start kind of on the edge of your forehead and then go in kind of halfway under your cheekbone and then you go out towards your jaw. That just feels a little unnecessary. Okay. So I mostly just do uh, cheekbone. Sometimes if I want to look sun-kissed, I might go in on the forehead, but whatever. Uh, then I will use my highlighter, of which I have many, um, the three <laughs> I brought with me to LA, um, two are Fenty. Um, I think, uh, I, I love everything I've tried from Fenty Beauty. Um, uh, I also love Rihanna, so that makes sense. Um, I believe that she also does a highlighter stick. That is not what we're looking at. We're looking at a palette that has two different shades, so the ones I have, um, one that's kind of gold, two shades of gold, has lightning dust and fire crystal. And one that's a bit more peach gold is Girl Next Door and Chic Freak. The, the peach gold one is, I would think of it as a blush, but it's a highlighter. It's a highlighter. But what's great about these is that I put uh, one of them on Dory as an eyeshadow and it looks great. Oh. And so I find you can use them as highlighter, as blush, as eyeshadow. So they're really, really great multi-purpose product. And I like these in particular because each has two shades. Would you take one big brush and like blend the two or you just use? So with these in general, and then the other one I brought is uh, one from the Pat McGrath Skin Fetish, which kind of looks like nothing in in its container, but is kind of in this container that I can't open, um, is actually like oh, that's, really high beam That's really pink pretty. And is like beautiful and holographic oh, on an I like eyelid. that. Let me tell you. Oh, I... Where do I get Pat McGrath makeup? At Sephora? At Sephora, and she has her own website. Oh, mm. Look what I've been missing all you have been, You honestly have been missing. You've also been saving a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, that is true. Um, so I would usually go in... Um, if I'm using it only as highlighter, I will... You can use your finger. I'm a big believer in using fingers. Although I might be moving out of that because I used to believe in applying foundation with my fingers and now I don't. So who knows, okay. but fingers are fine. Um, so I would use a smaller firm brush and let's say I'm using girl next door, the peachy pink. And I would go in. I did not understand this for a long time. Like they say to do it on your cheekbone. And I just didn't want to know where my cheekbone was. I don't still don't. So it's, you know, a good rule of thumb is wherever the light will hit you. Okay. Um, you know, cause we're obviously well lit of, at all times. And so I would go along the cheekbone and then oh, yeah, we'll so sometimes pretty. extend upwards in a C to above the eyebrow. I'm a hundred percent putting highlighter in the wrong spot. I like just take the stick and rub it on my cheek. Yes. You want it to hit the bone. Oh shit. Um, so I find that that makes that the, just, it, it gets what you want to happen. And you could buff that out if you want, but um, it depends just, again, how strong you want the look to be. Um, but I really like the... These are not... I mean, there's a whole range of shades. Like, you know, this gold that I put on Dory's eyelid is much more subtle. Yeah. Um, but I would say, in general, these are pretty amplified. So they're, they're highlighters you might be able to see from space, which is awesome. Um, if I'm going out, I would also put some on the bridge of my nose. Sure. Then on my cupid's bow and on my chin. Oh, also something really fun in the corners of your eyes. Oh yeah, I like that. Very pretty. Oh yeah, right. Hi. Yeah. Um, so I would do that. Then I would 
go for my blush. Um, I have a few, but one I'm really loving right now is this Burberry number 11. And wait, I didn't even know Burberry like had blush. They have fancy, <laughs> fancy makeup. It's like we've never seen makeup before. I also have a Burberry lipstick here, but look at this. So brown. Oh, and wow. you would think not that interesting, especially compared to something like NARS Orgasm, which is something I wear. I have that. Um, we all have it, but it actually is super pretty. Mm. And I find sometimes, I mean, I actually love it when people wear a lot of blush and go for that super flushed look. It's not something I do particularly successfully, but going more brown uh, was something I wasn't planning. And then this was something I was just playing with and ended up falling in love with. Here, Here's a question that I have never figured out. How do you experiment with makeup? Do I just have to buy a bunch of makeup or can I just go stand into Sephora when it's slow. I just, or when it's busy, I just don't know how to like learn, like go play with makeup without spending a thousand dollars on it, which I'm not going to do because makeup overwhelms me. And I don't know. Of course. So I would say Sephora is a great place to start. Sometimes looking online beforehand can be helpful, but actually you're always going to be exposed to more stuff just when you go in and play in person. I love Sephora and I don't want to say anything bad about them, um, especially because I'm a VIB Rouge, which means <laughs> I spend a gajillion dollars there. Um, but part of what comes with that is that I can get a full makeover at any time on demand for free. And I will say that their, their makeup artists um, are at different talent levels. Right. So you could get a, you know, right. so you could right. get someone who is either not your aesthetic or someone who's really more of a salesperson, or you could get a professional makeup artist. But if you can find someone you like, or even just find someone and say, this is what I'm going for. I, I'm interested in these particular products. They will spend 45 minutes playing around with you. Um, and I, if you're not VIB Rouge, can you pay for that? You can pay for that. And I think it's 50 bucks, like, you know, redeemable towards product or whatever. So you're not just okay. doing that. Um, the one thing that I would say, Sephora can be super overwhelming to people, which I understand. But even, you know, the problem with, let's say, department store beauty counters or beauty sections, I mean, they're like, the Bergdorf Goodman one, like just that floor is heaven to me. But you're, anyone you talk to is going to work with one brand. Right. And they're also going to be giving you a hard sell. No one's ever giving you a hard sell at Sephora. So even though the environment might be much easier to navigate, I find that, um, one, I find that the level of attention they give me always makes me spend more money than I wanted to. Yeah. Just at because I feel stores. guilty. Yeah, at yeah. department stores. And that they're... They just don't have the ability, if they work for, say, Charlotte Tilbury, who I love, to recommend someone else's foundation. Right. So Sephora can be really good for that reason. But as we've discussed on Facebook, um, you can return things. If you buy something that you don't love, they don't want you to keep it. Yeah, I love that about Sephora. And that's really important. So I do think that, like, I hate shopping for clothes, so I will just buy things online try it like so much stuff, try it on, send it all back. You can do that with Sephora. Also at Costco. And I just have to <laughs> once again, shout out Costco.com and Costco. The selection changes, but they have amazing high quality products. I, 
facial products? Oh yeah, skincare, really, uh, makeup. Oh, everything. Hair no dryers, idea. appliances. No she idea. got a new face. <gasps> I get everything at Costco. New face. Yeah, I got a new face. Yeah. So, so okay. So okay. so then I would start doing my eye stuff. So normally I don't do a ton of eye stuff because of my enormous eyelashes, which I am naked <laughs> without. Like, I, I hate myself, just so you know. I feel disgusting. No. Without it's, the eyelashes. Yeah. Other times. Don't. Lo- at the, any other time you love yourself. Other times I'm like, okay, I'm good. a princess right now. I'm like, I am disgusting. Um, as Dory has said, eyeshadow primer is the real deal. I don't yes. believe in face primer necessarily or don't think it's that important. If you're not using eyeshadow primer, why are you even using what, eyeshadow? What primer do you use? Because the only primer I know of is the MAC primer I've been using. So I haven't found a huge difference in any of them. I use, I'm not actually sure how to pronounce it. It's a drugstore brand, NYX. Oh yeah, NYX is great. Oh, yeah. yeah, they have really good stuff. And that's actually something that comes up a lot in terms of when people are talking about drugstore brands. Like they seem to be have they have a lot of cool products. So their primer is actually, a, they may have more than one, but the one I use isn't clear. It has a white base and which I feel helps color pop. Um, but without eyeshadow primer, I feel that it is just gone from my eyelids in an hour. I it's not like it smears, agree. it just goes completely away. completely agree. Yeah, I have the same experience. Yeah. Um, so always start with that. Uh, my biggest love is purple eyeshadow. Oh. Um, and I don't have my favorite one with me. It's Laura Mercier's African Violet. Um, I have hazel eyes. So I, of course, think purple makes my green eyes pop, which they're not green. Um, but I also think purple eyeshadow secretly looks beautiful on everyone. Um, so I brought this, uh, tiny, uh, Visart palette here, um, just because it kind of has everything and it also has a nice purple, um, which looks really extreme, um, almost like kind of a Bordeaux color, but is very light on. And then it also has this really nice matte brown that I find is perfect for natural makeup. I was very anti matte eyeshadow because I didn't understand them and had never used them. Um, I always wanted something with shimmer because I thought it added more dimension, but I actually think you can do as much, if not more, um, with matte eyeshadow. If you're using one for a base color and then you go in with a slightly darker color on top, um, so I am a woman who is not in possession of a lot of eyelid, which is something that kills me because I would probably not be into a no makeup makeup look if I had more eyelid. Um, but the most exciting things I can really do are kind of one color for base, you know, darkening the outer crease and then bringing that color up, um, towards the top crease. That's like the closest thing to a smoky eye I can get without looking like someone's punched me or that I just actually have no eyes. Um, so eyeshadow doesn't get too crazy for me beyond that. Um, eyeliner, I've never been very good at, uh, but I do love also Laura Mercier. They have these eyeshadow caviar sticks and I use their eyeshadow sticks as eyeliner and I will tight line my waterline on top and then tight line it on the bottom, which means like not underneath your lashes going actually in there often touching your eyeball, sometimes drawing on it, sometimes <laughs> ripping your contact lens Ooh. out with it as you go. Um, but I really love the tight-lined look. Um, and I think it's, it's great. And then you can also always smudge out from there as opposed to uh, lining a bit lower and then smudging out and then it's just on your cheeks. Even just the terminology, I don't even know. Smudge out 
like just the like I, I feel like I've missed an education. Well, now I've just received. You it. just got just one. It. Just and get that's what's really it. important. Yeah. Um, and then do you finish with a lip? So before I do the lip, I and this this is a new product in my life, and I'm hoping it's going to be a product in your life too because <laughs> I love it. And this is actually this is something that someone showed me. I found a makeup artist who I liked at Sephora. Her name is Celeste. She's at the one in Soho on Broadway. She was incredible. She totally got it. Um, everything I wanted. She did not sharpie my my eyebrows, like all of that stuff. It really worked. Um, so this is a Givenchy powder. Um, you've probably seen it. It comes in these, like, it has these four little quadrants and, um, what is it? It's Prism Libre pronounced some way. Um, and I have the rose color, but it, um, there are ones that are more color correcting. So some of the powders they have are blue and green. Um, you can get it with a more golden sheen. And so I will just finish on top with this. And I just find that it sets a really nice, healthy glow. I'm not, I don't know. Oh, that is lovely. It is insane. I had no idea. Um, and also I find that it sets, uh, the under eye concealer beautifully. Can I look at it? Please. What if I accidentally spill it? You won't. Or if you do, it's okay. You know, it, 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 the holes are shaped in tiny G's. That makes me <laughs> charmed immediately. It's also one of those products. I don't know if this really counts as self-care that makes me happy when I look at it. Totally. It's so yes, beautiful. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I think that's like a weird, valid part of consumerism and self-care is like the, the, there's something about a product that it can become like a treasure. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Yes. yes. Like, it looks like a little gift. It is a little gift. Yeah. And it's when you're giving yourself. It's when I'm giving myself and I'm very much worth it. I love the way that looks on your skin. Yeah. Thank it's you. Beautiful. No, it's incredible. Um, and you know, this shade in particular might not be for everyone, particularly if you have, if you're naturally kind of pink, pinkish, but you can get other colors. It's great. Like I, and I have, I have worn it without foundation and it looks great. What? It's just, it just does it all. And I think I have such disdain for powder because of wearing too much powder in high school and all of those kinds of problems. And it's so finely milled that it just doesn't settle into any creases or anything. It's great. Everyone needs to buy it. They can send me a lot free. I think they should. Um, so then, um, depending on pretty much my mood, since my general makeup doesn't change that much, although I do, I guess, kind of adhere to the rule, like if I'm wearing darker eye makeup, I will often wear a lighter lip, which I also just think is a nice look. Um, but I, I like a well-defined lip. I usually go pinkish. Um, although I don't know what you're looking. I'm just, I'm sorry. I just, want oh, to see what so that's is. great. I love oh, the I NARS. That. Um, mm-hmm. I love the NARS pencils. They're um, so easy to use. They're so easy to use. And I find they last really well. That's a matte one. They're satin. Um, they're satin ones that are a little more moist are also great. This is something I'm really obsessed with. I don't think I can put on without, <laughs> without a mirror, but it is, um, a Korean lip tint. And they sell it with makeup remover, which I didn't understand until I put it on and it stayed on for like 18 hours. Wow. <laughs> um, so it, I, I wasn't wearing it before, so I don't know how it will go over the other lipstick, but it is, I don't know. I, this is looking very messy, but it is super intense and I've never really understood tints because I guess I've always thought about... Um, like the benefit tint that everyone wore, 
the red one. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because most tints are supposed to be, I think, are supposed to be really kind of light and just kind of, you know, like, oh, I was eating some berries. Just right. a tint. This is yeah, literally this looks is, like a, you have vampire mouth. Like it's a beautiful yeah. deep red. No, it's insane. And it's shiny. And it will not go anywhere. And it will, it will dry. Uh, it will dry. Can I look at yeah, it? Yeah, please. Um, and I also really like the delivery me- uh, Peri- mechanism. Peri Para is the mm-hmm. name of the brand. Cushion um, tint pang. Yes. Cushion pang tint. I don't know. Pang I, cushion yeah, tint. Unclear. Um, so you can really get that cute. on Amazon. They actually have um, a store in New York on 14th Street, which is cool. Oh, cool. Um, and something that I'm not able to do, and I don't actually know the right way to describe it, but there is a pretty popular trend um, that people use lip tint for where they only use it in the middle of their lips. It's almost, it's like reminiscent of geisha ish, or like maybe you were having a popsicle, but it's, it's very much, it kind of changes the shape of the lips. And then you would use that and then kind of match the color on your cheeks. So you look like quite flushed, which is very beautiful, but I haven't been able to figure it out. I think it's also only for teenagers, which is something I normally don't believe in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but lip wise, I mean, I love, um, I love bite, which is what these two things are. Um, Oh, those are pretty. Um, this is rhubarb, which is very similar. I wear like, I, I'm one of those people that has 20,000 lipsticks that are all the same color. Um, although this, uh, this is a red of theirs. And actually, this is something I didn't know about Sephora, the way that they have a match, um, for your skin, they have a thing that matches your lips that figures out the right lipsticks for you. And that helped me figure out the right lipstick for me. And they were right. And I was about to buy the wrong one and they stopped <gasps> so me. So did you just go into Sephora and say, can I use the lipstick machine? Yes. Oh, I didn't know there was such a thing. I didn't either. I feel like they don't really talk about it. They always do the color IQ for foundation. Like they won't shut up about that, but I don't know. This, this was great. Um, so I love, uh, I love bite. I love NARS. Bite a brand. Bite is a brand. Okay. Bite is a brand. (laughs) Uh, I love Charlotte Tilbury. Um, that's this, this is one of, oh, oh, Bond girl. Um, (laughs) you know, just, just watch this on your, on your, uh, hand. So I was actually in Sephora doing whatever oh, I do pretty. normally in Sephora. Oh, that is and I saw someone wearing this and I like lunged at her and, um, I really startled her and she didn't speak English. I think she thought I was maybe accusing her of shoplifting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, and I was just like, I know what lipstick are you wearing? And so she pulled it out and she showed me, um, so it's Charlotte Tilbury Bond girl. And it's kind of like a God, this is going all over my face. Um, it's this really beautiful, deep rose. Um, and it is possibly my favorite lipstick. It's great. It's really pretty. It's really pretty. It looks good on everyone also. Um, and then I like the Pat McGrath lipsticks a lot, although I do not love their matte ones, the matte trance. I like whatever their not matte trance ones are. And this is all just trial and error. Mm-hmm. Especially with lipstick. I mean, at this point, I kind of have a sense, but you are never really sure what the undertones are going to be. Um, but I mean, it, I enjoy playing with makeup, um, even though I don't really learn that much anymore because I've been, you know, using it for so long. Although, you know, highlighter is something from the past few years. And again, I just figured out where my cheekbones are. Well, there's always so, going to be something new. I mean, trends right. will change. And I mean, something I hope will become... there's always something new because right? I love it. Oh, there will be. Yeah. This is amazing. Thank you for sharing. Oh, it's my pleasure. Your 
make up life with us. Yeah, this is incredible. I feel like I have such a window into your soul. You do. And this is soothing for you to put on. Like when we talk about self-care, this process feels good for you. It does. One thing I will say is that my makeup takes me well under 10 minutes. Like I want to say five, but that seems possibly not true, especially if I'm letting an oil dry or something. But this is fast. Like I could have put makeup on all of us in the time I've been discussing it. So even though I'm using a lot of products, I have it down. Yeah. And so it's not particularly time consuming. So that six minutes is a period of deep joy, but it is not like people who spend an hour. I don't understand what anyone could do for an hour with their makeup. Right. Right. And I'm sure they're doing something else besides putting on their makeup, but it just, for me, doesn't take that long. Wow. I'm never going to be the same. (laughs) (laughs) I really do feel like I've changed. You're welcome. I mean, I'm going to go buy some of this now, which is just the worst part of anything because it's like more money I've got to spend because I need that Bond Girl stuff. And I need need that Givenchy. I do too. I want that. Everyone needs that powder. But also, let's not forget that Pat McGrath highlighter. Oh, it's beautiful. I mean... And the Fenty. Should we just take this all? Don't take it. That would be unfair. Actually, I... I would be so upset. Oh, I know. Can you, oh, no, if your I'm makeup bag got stolen, would you be devastated? Yes. <laughs> and it would be such an investment to get it all back. Well, that's the other crazy thing about everything that's in front of us. Makeup, the brushes. Yeah. It is a, an investment. Yeah. Although again, I think a lot of the brushes I have here, I got in some kind of large set on Amazon for under $20. That's one of them. Wow. So it's not that expensive brushes aren't great, but they just don't have to be expensive. Right. We so. will have Anya's whole routine on our website. Yeah. So, so you can steal you can every steal single one everything. of these items. I mean, not really take right. them from her, but yeah, take them from me. Um, listen, this was amazing. This was amazing for me. Thank you so much. We are so excited for your book to come out yeah, and we can't you. wait to see your makeup on tour. I'm already thinking about it. So, oh, I can't. I literally cannot wait. I know. A different face for every city. Exactly. I mean, maybe in a different face, different lip color. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. It was my pleasure. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because, look, as I'm learning, in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is visible on my (sighs) neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with 
all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm-hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. So... I need to just go out and buy, like, apparently a whole new makeup bag. Anya is a revelation. (laughs) Yes. She's like having a workshop. Essentially. She was amazing. We should have had her do actually do our makeup. Next time. Yeah, totally. Um, So, Kate. Yes. Your intention last week was to read books. Yeah. I'm doing it. (gasps) What are you reading? Well, I told you about Starlight Nights, which I finished. Yes, yes, yes. And I just picked up my friend Amy Kaufman's book, Bachelor Nation. Okay. So I'm going to start that. And I'm also reading a romance book called How Not to Fall. And I just bought the sequel so that I have another thing to read after. Oh, my gosh. I'm ready. I'm doing it. That's amazing. And it feels so good. Um. You know, and I also realize I think we have a discount code for our reader, for our listeners, for Page Habit. <gasps> what is it? Um, it's Forever Thirty Five. Oh, you guys, you got to do it. Yeah, so we'll put that on the website and in the show notes because it's uh, it's great. Kate loves it. Uh, they, and I love it too. They changed my life by giving me this this latest book. So thank you, Page Habit. Um, your intention last week was yes. to finish The Purge, and we talked about it. We talked about You're it. You're so close. I'm so close. So I, I, I feel good. I feel good about those intentions. Um, what about this week, Kate? What are, what's your intention? Mine is so broad, but it's just trying to be present. Yes. Calm myself down when I start to feel the panic arising mm. um, and just like stay in the moment mm. and ground myself. And then I just also make lists. It really mm. helps me if I list out everything rather than having the tasks pop into my brain and then disappear and then me freaking out. Yeah. I think that's great. Thank you. I'll let you know how it goes in a week. Okay. Dory. Yes. You're about to embark on a journey. <laughs> Uh, I'm about to embark on a on a on an epic journey to um excuse me to Disney World. I'm so jealous. So my husband is a real Disney person, um, and we're going to Disney World for four nights. And I I like Disney. I find it very overwhelming. I'm my intention is to not get overwhelmed and to try to just go with it. That's great. Yeah. So. That's my goal. I bought a fanny pack. Good. And a big hat. I was going to say, can you buy some mouse ears? 
Um, I actually have mouse ears from our last trip to Disney World okay, with my them. name on the back. Perfect. Yeah. You kind of just have to embrace the madness. Yes. I Disney thought you were going to say embrace the magic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that too. <laughs> embrace Mickey. Just just live in it. Just live. Yeah. That's a, that's a good intention. I hope you have Thank so you. much fun. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I think that just about does it for today. All right. Well, let's read the formal part, shall we? Okay. All right. Here it is. Forever 35. Is hosted and produced by Kate Spencer and Dory Shafrier and produced and edited by, by Sammy Junio. Um, please leave us Apple Podcast reviews. It really helps people find the show. And next week, we have Mary H.K. Choi on the podcast. And she is an amazing YA author of a book called Emergency Contact. And you are going to love her conversation. Yeah, she is super cool. Yeah. 